Josefu. I like to call myself that sometimes. Mambo! Do you remember how to respond to Mambo, Alex? You just say Mambo back, don't you? Uh... Poa! Mambo Poa. I said it in another podcast episode. It was my first... My first Swahili segment. Well, I've only got, like, you know, enough space for ten Swahili segments. And I guess the uh, calendar and computer episode just took that <laughs> space up. <laughs> anyway, you complain about that, but those ones have stuck in your mind. So yeah, because it was so bad. <laughs> I'm sure you remember a lot more terrible movies than you do middling to average good movies. Anyway, yeah, the listeners didn't come for this uh, nonsensical talk. They came oh no, they for came the, for the whole package. The content. So uh, we're going to have a brief <laughs> talk about uh, phase review this week. So this is what you do halfway through your project. Uh, it's a bit of a review. You get to talk to uh, your kind of managers, the field base, etc. You get to see the rest of the people that you came out with, discuss, compare notes, that kind of thing. And yeah, I guess it just gives you a bit of a break from the uh, project. So uh, yeah. First of all, we'll just uh, talk you through getting there, what we did there in terms of like official activities, and then we'll talk about more like the social side of it and uh, what we were thinking, and then yeah, move on to Swahili segment and everything else. So, <laughs> Joe, do you want to start us off where we left off last week? Uh, we're in the village and it's time to go. Yeah, we're in the village and it's time to go. Uh, the first thing we had to do was we had to take our most of our possessions to i think our team leaders homestay mm -hmm. where they would stay for the duration of the time we were at phase review and then we took like a few small things with us um into the big bus yeah the big, the big coach so i think phase review as with everything we can't remember but it was... It was so of, long ago. Yeah. That's the second part of that. Uh, it was like four or five days. So that kind of time. So you're taking enough clothes for that. Maybe like toothbrush, shampoo, that kind of stuff as well. Mm. But... Did we take bedding? Did we bring bedding? Well I, well, I brought a sleeping bag, didn't you? Oh, yeah. I don't think we needed to. We didn't need to, but did we know that at the time? I've got uh, a, I've got a recollection of when we got there, pulling around my stuff, and there was a sleeping bag tied to it, and it kept like falling off. But regardless, uh, right, okay. we didn't need it in the end. So if I did bring it, it was surplus to requirements. <laughs> Just like me on this podcast, Joe. You're you're much more than that. Uh, Why thank you, Asante. It's all right. Don't worry. Talking about Asante. So we'll, no. Did we stop off at Tyrionis? Yes, I think we did. Because I remember uh, the first time we stopped off at Tyrionis, I spent the uh, kind of 10,000 shillings or whatever I'd been given 
instead of buying it on lunch, I tried to like buy some more useful stuff. Like, uh, I can't remember. Like cake? Uh, no, this is the first time we came when we were going into the village. I think I was trying to buy peanut oh, right. butter and I just kept the cash kind of thing instead of eating. But so on the way back, the second time we were at Tiriani's, I actually uh, bought a meal from the little restaurant we were at. So I had uh, chips my eye. And this was when I realized how good a cook uh, Lydia was, because this was like a professional restaurant or whatever. And it was like not nearly half as good as Lydia's. I don't know. If, did I ever have Lydia's chips my eye? Uh, I feel you did once. You came over and Lydia was like, I'll cook for you. And you were like, no, 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 I can't take that. But uh, Alan kind of forced you to. So I think you did have it at least once. <laughs> it's, it's the tradition there, though, isn't it? Um, when, when you're over at someone's homestay and it's dinner time, you cook, they cook for everyone that's there. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they just like, oh, we made food for you. And it's like, oh, no, 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 I, I've my own homestay. Uh, yeah. Our cooking something. Anyway, this probably should have been mentioned in two episodes ago. Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> More it's life then. It just incentivized people to keep listening on. I mean, we didn't mention The Economist, which we should have. And I was going to say, as we were leaving Morogoro, I did have a brief talk with him. Not Morogoro. Perhaps, we perhaps he deserves a full episode. I think so, at the very end. We can release it around Halloween. <laughs> So, had a meal there. Now, you think uh, Echo 2 were there, which included Tom. Anybody else's notes? Tom was Echo 4. Oh, okay. He was Echo 2 then. Um, I'm starting to think it might not have been Tiriani's. It might have been somewhere else that was nearer, nearer to Yamo. Okay. Because we met Echo 6 and 5, did we? Because uh, you said you met Charlie. Yeah, I think I'm getting confused. I think I met Tom and I walked around with Tom and I am somehow conflating him with Charlie. Ah, uh, just like in a dream. Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, because uh, well, I thought I bought cake with Charlie, but I think I bought cake with Tom instead. Anyway, that's right, for a yeah. bit later on. So yeah, uh, in... Tiriani, had a walk around, all good. Don't think we really stayed there for long, maybe like half an hour or something. And then yeah, yeah. I'm I met up with my friend who was actually on the wash project, which uh, is the other half of the rally um, volunteering in Tanzania. Mm -hmm. So like we were livelihoods, which was based around. Uh, teaching, uh, you can't see my inverted commas there, teaching <laughs> entrepreneurs skills for developing their own businesses, and it was more about... Economics um, and business and that kind of thing. Mm, and it was more, Washington was more about, like, actual useful stuff, like Boy, hygiene and... Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think they were building kind of physical infrastructure... Maybe they were yes. As well as like education around it and mm. like good practices, etc. It would have been such a, a much more fulfilling project, exactly. Yeah, I think I was very keen when I was in the, uh, what's it called? 
the interview stage, I was very keen <clears> to get onto Wash. I was trying to find any like, oh, my dad works for a water company. <laughs> Try to get onto that one, but yeah. I think I just said livelihoods. Just I don't know. I don't even know why. Yeah, but anyway, was that in Tiriani or was that more slightly later <laughs> on when we got to Morogoro a couple of hours later that you met up feel... with a friend? I don't actually know. Um, it was it, it was in the region in Vimero. But Turiani was like right near right near Quadoli, so yeah. it would make more sense if it was somewhere else. By right near we do mean forty five minutes drive, at least, maybe over <laughs> an hour. But comparatively very close. Yeah. But so yeah, we either met your friend there or went on to uh the actual town slash city of Quadoli. Not Quadoli. Oh, Morogoro. Morogoro. Yes. It was probably that. Yeah. It the... wouldn't have been Tiriani's. Ah. Uh, well, I remember at Morogoro, we got maybe an hour, I think like 45 minutes, to uh, have a look around. I'm not really sure because... <laughs> ah, that was it. Uh, Yamo, the place we were going to, was a school and they needed to like... I don't know, clean it or something before we got there. Oh, was it? Yeah, because we had a bit of time and then uh, they said, like, come back in 45 minutes and we came back in 45 minutes and then they said, yeah, they're still not ready. You get another half an hour or something. Oh, yeah. I don't remember that little bit of detail. I'm not sure if it was cleaning or if it was just... I, I, I don't know, but there was some kind of, like, flexible time frame that we were, that we were hanging around in the middle of town for. It was only we like did... a five ten minute drive from the actual town centre to get there, so yeah. It was a it was a good chance to just walk around the markets. I yeah. remember like any time you'd show the slightest bit of interest in a product. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they'll be like, "Oh, you want this? You want this?" <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Cause... when we got there, I bumped into uh, Tom, person from Echo Four, as you've heard. And uh, yeah, we went off. He was a bit more like Joe than me, so I'd learned a bit of Swahili and was pretty uh, comfortable talking to people, at least like, you know, prices and whatever. He knew the numbers. Uh, and yeah, we did that exact same thing. We were we were walking along, he pointed out a motorbike and he was saying how, like, how cheap they were or something. And I just uh. said like, oh, I think they're a copy of like a 70s Honda 125cc bike or something. And the dude, like, then tried to sell me it. He was, like, making me sit on it and, like, showing me how it had, like, an electric <laughs> starter and, like, how to start. He was like, do you want to go? And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> you're not supposed to, like, even sit on the back of a no, motorbike. And this That's dude like, was, like, can... proper, like, revving it with me sitting on it. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> but, yeah, they're very, uh, they're very animated when it comes to selling. Yes. So, yeah, me and, uh... Me and Tom went off on a couple of little adventures, one of which I'll mention in a bit. But what were you doing, Joe? Um, I was just eating lunch <laughs> and then wandering around the markets. Uh-huh. Nothing too interesting. Where did you eat lunch? Did you just find somewhere or...? Yeah, I think I just found somewhere with uh, Hafsa, my friend from uh, the Wash Projects. Uh-huh. Uh, we just had... I can't even remember, remember chips my eye or something, something uh -huh. like that. 
Yeah, I think me and Tom, quite close to where the motorbike bit was, went to like a little cafe around the side and had, I think, uh, the classic spinach, rice and beans. Had oh, a, yeah. Had a talk with like a local dude who was asking us about it. I think he said he was like uh, some kind of like government guy. So that was uh, pretty cool. It was one of the, probably the person I had the longest conversation to outside of uh, people within Rally or The Economist. <laughs> so, yeah. Don't be telling me that I didn't uh, interact. I had like a half an, half an hour conversation about everything. Ah, good, good for you. Yeah, though all in English, so, you know, maybe that defeats the purpose. <laughs> I had a bit of money at this point. I think I was very keen to not spend any of my lunch money and instead use that to buy stuff because I wasn't that hungry. And I bought a watermelon, which we went back to the uh, coaches. As I said before, we went back a bit early. I dropped that off inside the coach and then we were told we had a bit more time. So I went off with Tom again. And uh, yeah, we went... <laughs> And we very opulently bought some, like, proper chocolate gateau cake <laughs> from this uh, little shop. We were we were trying to buy, what's it called, uh, fabric. And we got talking to some dude who was saying how he was, uh, he was from Egypt. And, uh, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he'd, like, moved down to Morogoro and he owned a shop. And he told us, like, I think Tom wanted to buy... Something really boring like paracetamol. And he told us to go around to this kind of like supermarket around the corner that sold quite a lot of, you know, packaged imported goods. Ah, uh, yeah. And yeah. when we walked in on the left, there was those kind of like chilled cabinets with the glass fronts. And there were the cakes in there. And we're like, ah, oh, should we do this? <laughs> and we kind of like pulled our money together. And yeah. And you that bought cake, a cake. Yeah, that cake will uh, come back in a bit of time. <laughs> Uh, I can't wait for that. Did you do anything with Hafsa or just uh, sticking around? I think we we were just sort of like, uh, I met some of her her Echo group. Oh, oh. not Echo group. They called them Charlie groups. You met Charlie. Oh, you didn't say. No. <laughs> <laughs> in in livelihoods, the groups are called Echoes, but in Wash, they were called Charlies. But I, I just, it was just nice to see some people on a completely different project. Hmm. Yeah. So, time was up. I, oh, no, sorry. I, <laughs> I didn't do anything half as interesting as buy a cake. To be honest, it was pretty boring if the most interesting thing was buying cake. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Headed off to the minibuses for a second time. And then it was a 10-minute kind of drive to get to Yama. Yeah, it wasn't far at all, was it? No. It's like the place we, we went was very nearby. Um, so there was a sort of spot where we parked. Um, and then we sort of went down. There were these sort of walkways, sort of wooden boardwalk type things. Yeah, so the whole site was like, I don't know, 500 metres by 100 metres. And it was all down a, a reasonably like steep hillside. Probably like, I don't know, 
50 meters from the top to the bottom. And so, yeah, we parked at the very top where the, I think it was like a, a little house for the kind of staff where they lived. Yes, that's right. And that's where the kitchen yeah. was. And yeah. so, well, that will come back later. But then I guess, I don't know why they had the covered walkways. Was it because of the monkeys maybe? Or something. Quite possibly, yeah. But yeah, there were these kind of like, it was like paved paths going throughout the site. So it took you to, there was the main school building, which was like two big lecture halls. I think there were two of them, but we never went in the second one. There were kind of two big lecture halls, of which one was like locked off. And then around it, there were lots of kind of accommodation buildings, of which a few of them were like, I don't know, like had bathrooms in and that kind of thing. Yeah. And then there was another accommodation block, which was quite separate. And that's where the uh, team leaders and I guess field based staff, if they were sleeping over, that's where they were right. all bunked up. You remember this very well. <laughs> it's that architect's training. Uh, I can picture the whole place, but I couldn't describe what everything was. I remember even the elevations. But uh, Wow. Yeah. I don't even know what elevations is referring to. Okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so took all our stuff down. I think we went to the main uh, lecture hall. Caro, Queen of Rally, was there to greet us in person. <laughs> and I think uh, very much like at the, well, at all the other places, list out a bunch of names and they're your bunk buddies. So I was with, ah, yes. I think like roughly 50 TCs. 50 UKs but the only people I remember were Will and Charlie were in my room because we were in the like corner of it 50 uh, sorry 50 oh 50 50 uh, UKs oh TZs. right yeah so there okay. were some more UKs and there were four TZs but I don't it wasn't it wasn't like Izzy or anyone that I like particularly knew right yeah but uh, yeah, so bunked up. I took my uh, precious, precious watermelon and uh, stowed it under my bed. Uh, that watermelon. Did yeah. I have any of that? I can't remember. Caro had some of it, so you definitely had some. Yeah, so it was midday, getting onto late afternoon. And I think by the time we'd like got in, packed all our stuff, come back and probably had a bit of a lecture telling us what we were doing for the what our itinerary was for the next few days, the next five days till we went back to the village. Uh, it was probably just about three more days, actually. Uh, but, uh, it wasn't like a big, a big sort of training week like the last one. It was just a, a sort of catch-up yeah. break from the project. Mm -hmm. um, we had some activities on that first evening as well. Yeah. Now, I feel this was a bit like a, not like a sports day, but it was like a, it was a competition. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd say it was <laughs> like a sports day. Uh -huh. We had, we had to do a limbo. Yep. Um, we had to do that thing with the, what, did we have to balance water on our heads and walk to the other side? I think so. Something like that. But I remember that, uh, you know, they only needed five people to do it or something. So I 
I did. I was already sweaty enough. You know, I don't want more liquid <laughs> on me. I think I let someone else with better talent at that take over. Aziza was and, uh, very good at that. I remember. Oh yeah, she was like almost a natural. Tug of war. You were good at the tug of war. Yes, thank you, Joe. I I I couldn't say the same for myself. And then. There was another thing which Joe doesn't remember whatsoever, and I only remember vaguely, where you just had to... <laughs> Did it even happen? Yeah. It was... I think you had to... There was like a, a, a water canteen, and you had to hand it over to the other side, and then they put a piece of string in front of you, so you couldn't, like, go beyond the string, and they kept uh, moving it further and further away. And you had to still kind of like reach across and hand uh, hand the water bottle to the other side. I can vaguely recollect that. I just remember that they said Eric should do it instead of me, which didn't make sense because I was taller than Eric. <laughs> whatever. I'm not bitter at all. No, I, I can tell from the yeah. tone in, in your voice that you are anything but bitter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was the kind of day one activity. Uh, how did you find it? Um, be honest. Didn't massively enjoy it. Oh, to shut be honest. up, Joe! You loved it. I, I would have enjoyed. I probably would have enjoyed it if we were doing something very different from that in village. But the reality of it was, energizers and stuff like that was a lot of what we were doing on the projects in the village. Well, whatever uh, the version of our crocodile tears, but for smiles are, you had one of those beaming across your face the whole time. Did they? Yeah, you loved it. I don't. It's fine. Like <laughs> this kind of stuff's not my thing. I find it uh, degrading and childish. But if other people enjoy it, that's cool. No, I didn't enjoy the limbo because I was so bad at it, um, and because of the spiteful person that I am when I'm not bad at something, I get not very much enjoyment out of it. Uh, the tug of war, same goes. Uh, I don't particularly remember the stretching thing. Um, yeah, well, neither do I. So I was probably just happy just to see everyone again. Uh. But the actual activities there, like I'd much rather, like... Had a game of football or something. Mm, you sound like you're quoting me. This is uh, this is worrying, Joe. Perhaps you're a you. Perhaps you are what I would be if I, <laughs> if I always spoke the truth. <gasps> wow. Okay, that's uh, <laughs> that's a revelation, and I'll put an ad break in there. But then <laughs> we will come back. Uh, so yeah. Uh. That was the evening. We could do what we want in evenings. We will cover the more like social aspects. But yeah, next morning, breakfast, back into the main uh the main hall and yeah. The main activities. So do you want to go through what you remember the uh main activities being while we were at Yamo? Right, so um in no particular order because I can't remember the order. <laughs> Uh, I think the movie project was probably near the end, so I'll say that after. Which, okay, yeah. Um, we had to do... 
we had to do a, a logo. We had to make a logo for our village, like the Quadoli uh, sort of emblem, mm. if you like, or flag, or whatever it was. Yeah. Um. So we drew... Uh, how well do you remember this? Not at all. I remember vaguely suggesting it as a joke and then it being taken <laughs> up, which is like always a bad sign. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I remember presenting it and kind of like just being brutally honest about what I saw <laughs> on the page. Because I think, I think they got me to, yeah. We drew the Wi-Fi tree. Which was... Which was sort of our mascot because it was the place we would go to get service or yeah, get yeah. internet and uh, look at memes and waste our time in other ways as well. Mm -hmm. um, we also drew the big schneck, which you may remember from our last episode. Yeah. If, if you listen to it. Now, Jim... um, <laughs> now, you remember there being, like, a goat on there somewhere? Or a chicken? Yeah, there was probably a goat. Perhaps a buff goat. Do you remember the buff goat? Uh, I remember George talking about it. I don't think I ever saw it. Because I remember, like, oh, looking at the never... goat and being like... Yeah, that doesn't look... That's, oh, that just so, looks like so, so you, to you, it could just be a, a myth? It could be, yeah. There was one goat that was a bit bigger than the others. Looks like it maybe spent a few hours a week in the goat gym. Oh. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the puff goat became one of Quidoli's mascots. mascots. Yeah. And I, <laughs> and I think we also we also drew some chickens on there. Uh -huh. Something like that. Like a goat, a chicken, a snake, <laughs> and a tree. <laughs> Anyway, um, we we presented this to the other groups, mm -hmm. and I think you were the most vocal here, were you? Because I remember suggesting that we should put the big snake and the Wi-Fi tree on <laughs> as a joke, because I, I don't know, I found, well, we'll talk about this more in the social activities, but I was a bit distant during this, uh, this uh, mid-phase review for reasons I'll go into. But yeah, I said, uh, the Wi-Fi tree and the big schneck, that's what Quadoli <laughs> means to me. And so people put that on because no one else came up with a better idea. And then I think when we were standing at the front, people said, oh, Alex, you, you suggested this. Do you want to explain it? Which was mortifying. Uh, so yeah, I had to just describe, well, here's a tree and this is where we go to get signal. This is I, a feel big like, I feel like I feel like I might have big snake. I feel like I might have told the story in the big snake. Like, do you think so? <laughs> I don't know. I I can't actually remember. Ah. Uh. But uh, yeah, that that's something we have to do. Right. <laughs> There's something which I've put as the group ambassador activity. That's not what we called it, but that was another. Another activity on another day. Mm -hmm. How well do you remember this? Well, for the same reason that I was a bit distant during the uh, village logo, <laughs> I was very distant during this ambassador activity. 
I remember that. All the groups spread out. So how many echoes were there? Six? Six, yeah. Right, and Wash wasn't there. Hmm. Well, I feel what they did was they put all the uh, six echoes out throughout the kind of grounds. So the main buildings were on kind of flat area, and then it was surrounded by fairly sparse kind of trees, mm. which had a couple of benches in. We were told not to go under the trees because there could be snakes in them, which could fall out onto you and then like bite you. Ouch. I'll talk about a snake a bit later, but... uh. Did you see a snake? I saw one snake. Oh. I oh. saw a dead snake. Oh, uh, maybe that's the same one that we saw. That was in Quindoli. Oh, uh, no. I don't Yeah. Should have mentioned Sorry. that in phase one, because I remember mentioning that uh, when I saw the snake in uh, in this place. But anyway, uh, so yeah, we were spread out through this like little wood area. I think we were sat on a bench. And so two people from each group would kind of like go along to the next group. And then they'd talk about the village. And yes. then, you know, this would keep on going. You know, I feel like this was actually the same day as the uh, village logo thing, because okay. we had the posters. The ambassadors had the posters to so like. Ah, so we had like presented that. Then we mm. all went outside, and you—well, not you, but whoever—would have gone and paraded it around. Yeah. I think that that was split up into TZs and UKs. I don't think we were all sat around as. Echo, what were we? Echo 2? 3. Echo 3? We were think... Echo 3. <laughs> it's a label, Joe. You know how much I dislike them. So, yeah, we, were, we weren't sat around as Echo 3. We were sat around as the UK part of Echo 3. And the TZ part of Echo 3 were, like, elsewhere. Because I remember there being loads of, like, little groups. Way more than six. Oh. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't know how it worked. But people were going around... And it was kind of like, well, no one was really paying attention, so I think I headed off at that point. Because, yeah, there were five other people listening to this, and, uh, well, not even five, because I think Erin had gone off to meet up with Cool Joe. <laughs> oh, I'm right here. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, if there was another Alex, I would have been, uh, he would have been Cool Alex, but yeah. Uh... There was another Alex. Was there? In the village. It doesn't count, plus he was Alexi, or I was Alexi, I can't remember. <laughs> you were both Alex, and you got called Alexi <laughs> at points. Yeah. So did he. Oh. It, they, they just like putting E and O at the end of our names. I was Josefu. Really? A lot of the time, yeah. But she was Yeah, someone actually... But Lydia was Mama Joseph. That's weird. Oh, really? Maybe it's like an I... endearing thing kind of thing. You know, like calling someone Joshy sure. instead of Josh or something. Like, maybe, like, they noticed that we would sometimes mispronounce things to, like, not have the E or the O sound at the end. Or maybe it just sounded like that to them when we said Joseph. Uh. They just... I don't know, maybe. But... One kid actually spelt my name J O S E F U. Josephu. Oh. Okay. I, I like to call myself that sometimes. No one gets the reference, oh. and no one's ever even like pointed it out. But I just sometimes like when I make an account and something, 
Josefu. <laughs> I quite like it. Yeah. Maybe I should start trying to crack out uh, Alexi. Alexi, yes. Yeah. When I was at uni, there were like, in my class of 60, there were like eight people called like some derivation of Alexander. So I got labelled uh, Sasha, which I thought, that's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, Sasha. It's like Russian or something. Al Alex. Where's Sasha in Alexander? It's nowhere, Alexa. but it's like... Uh, Alexasha. Because, uh, well, another guy was called Sandy, and that's short for uh, Alexander okay. as well, so... Yeah. Anyway, that can maybe be my uh, boring uh, fact for the day. <laughs> uh, but Yeah, we went, we went on a large tangent that there. That was a massive tangent. Yeah. We're talking about the group ambassador activity. Yeah. I think there was yeah. a lot of like, it wasn't very well organized. So people were coming around and being like, oh, we've already done your group. But then they were going to another <laughs> group and they're like, oh, sorry, these people are talking to us already. And so I think that's why I slipped off because other people were at the same time. And I think Erin had gone, I was like sitting around there and someone was saying, oh, we'll come to you after we've done these people. And I was like, okay, I might, I might head off. I think, uh, you know, do as I say, not as I do. Team leader, uh, Gabby, decided to go off with Max, so uh, I'm not sticking around for this. But yes. Yeah. If you're watching, Gabby, hi. To be honest, there is one download in France. So I'm like, ooh, maybe it's her. Ile de France. That's the region. Probably butchered that pronunciation, but maybe that's Gabby. Yeah, so I, I remember that being a pretty underwhelming experience that I skipped. Do you remember anything about it? Um, I don't, it wasn't particularly memorable. I okay. just remember learning about everyone else's village. That's what I found most about it. I think that's what the point in it was actually. Fair enough. Uh, like someone's village, Echo, Echo Six, they were in the so they were in the trees up a mountain, and there were monkeys there, uh -huh. which was quite interesting. You know, not quite a big snack, but yeah, something. We had it for the uh, we had top trumps for the megafauna. Yeah, so we made top trumps at one point. We did, but that's uh, part two. Okay, we'll mention that. <laughs> we should have mentioned that while we were talking about. Uh, I was just messing about. <laughs> well, it's uh, it was in uh, the second phase. Was it? Yeah, okay. yeah. Because yeah. I remember Buff Goat being one of them. Mm-hmm. Lunch Mama, Sean uh, Connery. No, it was definitely it was definitely phase one, because one of the ratings was D and V resistance, and he put mine relatively high, but then <laughs> not long after I got. I got the D and the V. I'm gonna um, have to edit this out, Joe. It just it just ruins the continuity for the. No, don't edit it out. It shows how our memory of it is. Okay, come on, back to the plan, Joe. Back to the plan. Okay, yes. I've just got written here kitchen up at top. So the kitchen was up in the little building at the top we yeah. mentioned earlier, and yeah, various groups were given the slot to bring the kitchen stuff down at different on different days mm -hmm. yes 
No. Sorry, I interrupted you there. You were going to... No, don't worry. I was just going to say the very same thing. Even though we were maybe only there for like four days, I guess they got different people to do it for like breakfast or dinner or whatever. I uh, Because I remember bringing it down more than once. And we were also the people that were bringing it down on the very last day. Mm. Because uh, all the stuff was in the kitchen room and all the kitchen staff were watch watching like a Barcelona game on the TV. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, did somebody drop one of the, like, massive pots of rice at one point? And was it me? I feel like you're the person to ask. <laughs> if anyone remembers that, it's you. I just remember... Well, these are... Uh... These trays, they're kind of standard, if you've got, had like school dinners or whatever, the same yeah. kind of stainless steel stuff that the uh, pasta or whatever was cooked in or served in at dinners. So they're like, I don't know, like three quarters of a meter wide and about like 30 centimeters deep, 30 centimeters wide. And yeah, just absolutely topped to the brim with rice and they're really hot. And so as you're carrying uh, them, you're having to, like, wrap your hands. They're kind of sharp because they're just, like, the thin edges. And, yeah, they weigh, like, you know, probably, like, 10, 15 kilos when fully full of a uh, banana stew or whatever. And I, someone dropped one at one point, and I was vaguely near it. And I just... Uh, maybe my brain has repressed the memory and is trying to, like, pass it on as that it was somebody else. But, <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't remember that i remember carrying banana stew and you know how when you're carrying stuff you sometimes press it against your like your torso just for an extra bit of balance oh yeah 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 Yeah, well i did that and i got a line oh no <laughs> a line of <laughs> banana stew on me i think uh, i think i did the exact same thing because <laughs> i remember i distinctly remember that like kind of burning sensation <laughs> yeah but anyway, that was fun, having to do, like, a 100-meter yeah. trek downhill with these. I remember uh, on one occasion, like, I had something really heavy, and George was, like, working next to me with something a little bit significantly smaller. Oh. Uh -huh. And he was, just, he was just like, hey, do you want to swap? Because <laughs> I was, like, proper, like, struggling with this. Uh -huh. And I was just like, yes, please. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm not a very strong person oh. in any sense of the word. <laughs> You're very emotionally strong, Joe. I mean, Am you survived I? DMV twice. A lesser man would have uh, just given up and uh, walked <laughs> into the jungle and ended it all. <laughs> anyway, that's for later on. So, yeah, uh, food was... Uh, yeah, should we talk about food a bit more? Uh, yeah, so... Well, I'll start with breakfast, because breakfast was exactly the same as in the village. It was your chapatis, it was your yams, it was boiled eggs, it was uh, tea, though you made that yourself. Mundussies, I think. Was it? Made an appearance, yeah. Maybe, yeah. And watermelon. And so, yeah. Yeah. It's always a big queue to get through the, like, 50 or so volunteers. Uh, yeah. Right, then, like... Lunch and dinner was a bit different. Was it as good as at Annabilis, or was it a bit more simple? I can't really remember. I I feel like it was 
about the same. Possibly okay. a bit better. I oh, really? Yeah. Okay. That might have just been where we were, our taste buds were at that point. Ah. Uh-huh. So. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll talk about more in the food episode, but are there any standouts? I remember banana stew on one night. Yeah. Uh... I think there was always, like, a, a selection. Yeah. Like, we did have, so- we did, we did have a, a bit of meat, which yes. was... Was not it was it was a good bit of meat. Yeah, I remember probably, that was probably uh, goat, but yeah. Well, it was one of those things that I was handing out to everybody, and by the time it got round to me, it was all the small bits. And I remember <laughs> distinctly being like, "Oh god damn it!" I was giving two bits to the people that were first. You know, if someone asked and gave me a bit of a sad look, I'd be like, "Oh here you go," and now I've just like cheated myself out a meal. You, you uh, showed great generosity mm, well I should and that is its own <laughs> so well looking back now you can be like yeah I did a good thing in Tanzania <laughs> <laughs> I'll put it on my CV <laughs> the one thing I remember as like a bit of a joke was me and Henry had a thing that they had this like powdered milk drink so I guess like Ovaltine but the thing is that, like, if I make Ovaltine, I make it with milk. But uh, they didn't have milk there, so you had to make it with just hot water. So I think me and Henry just started this kind of, like, war of escalation of who could put more of this, like, powdered milk drink into a cup. <laughs> and so, like, by the end, my cup was completely filled with this powdered milk, and then I was just pouring the the liquid in slowly, trying to dissolve it all. Did you ever join in on that, or...? I can't say uh, I remember that. Uh, I think I remember vaguely feeling bad that I was using so much of this up when I saw someone else come and use like half a scoop and I was using like 15. (laughs) But whatever. Do you want to talk about more of like the social side of it? That's all the... uh, The official stuff you were doing? Yeah. Oh, did we... We didn't even talk about the uh, video. Oh, yeah, the movie, yeah. It's because um, yeah, yeah. I brushed past it at the start, like, that was later on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We made, we were commissioned, so to speak, mm-hmm. to create a movie about a specific topic to do with the project. Yeah, uh, so an like, aspect of village life, I think. Yeah. Or at least an aspect of... Uh... What's it called? Of the rally. Rally volunteer of... life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like some people had village life. We had phoning and um, phoning the the field base. Now was that every day or was that once a week? That was once a week that we had to do Oh no, no. It was every day but it was the designated team leader that did that Mm -hmm. yes i think we must have mentioned this in the uh first week episode but i think that's your main probably responsibility yeah as um, a weekly team leader just to report to field base and at first i thought that's a really boring thing to to make a make a little film about but we, uh, we did have fun with it, didn't we? Yeah. So, do you want to talk us through what we did? 
I wonder if it's on YouTube at all. I wonder if it is. So we had to, we, what our film was, was like, we were showing how in our village it was so hard to call the, the, pe the field-based people due to um, there only being one spot where we could um, get Wi-Fi, the aforementioned Wi-Fi tree that mm. is. Um, Just for listeners so, at home, by Wi-Fi we mean general like phone signal. Oh yeah, I should say that. Actually. Yeah. I keep I keep saying Wi-Fi, but it's because yeah, it's the Wi-Fi the tree. It wasn't the three yeah, G tree the or whatever. Tree. So our film was like we were sort of tag teaming the phone from one person to another to get it to the Wi-Fi tree in time for our call with Caro. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think at the end, we, we, like, someone was running with it, um, and, like, passed it to someone else, like, while sliding down the sort of soily slope. Mm -hmm. We had someone running just outside of the, the place. We had someone, like, slide sliding underneath rain which was a hose yeah um i think you briefly see my arm waving the hose but that's as close as <laughs> i got to being in the limelight and um it eventually gets to aziza who calls who goes Karen. through the eponymous uh white oh, yeah. tree which was just a tree yeah which we Wait, we weren't supposed to go under those trees yet. Yeah, well. She was. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, she calls Caro, aka Izzy, who does a fabulous impression. Yes. Of Caro, and. Yeah. <laughs> it was sort of like a hello, 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 hello. Oh, hello! It was yeah. uh, it was very beautiful. <laughs> it was, it was, it was much better than our other film. What was our other film? The one we made in Village about village life. Oh, you mean the one we did in the background while playing Bubble Witch? <laughs> we can talk about that another yeah. time. But, but basically, I sort of directed the that that first film i mean it was a team effort really but i was like calling the shots and whatnot joseph um, felt like a right old big little man didn't he i did and people people were saying like that was really good you should yeah. direct our other film and it can also be really good it wasn't quite as good nothing really got quite as good as that anyway that's from tricky the... tricky second album syndrome it's why the sequel is never as good as the original. Only one time that's been beaten. The Last Shrek. Crusade. Ah, uh, The Last Crusade. Yes. Anyway. Oh, you sound Shrek, disappointed. No. <laughs> anyway, so... Yeah, The Last Crusade is good. But yeah, so... Stuff that happened in the evenings. So... Yeah, I would say, at least among the people that I was talking to, maybe my negativity brought them down, but I think quite <laughs> a lot of people found 
they weren't doing much stuff. Mm. And as with anything, you've got like people that have just turned 20, 21, etc. Uh, being told to do all this kind of stuff. Uh, I think there was quite a bit of bunking off. I don't think I was in the uh, minority, not going to every lecture or leaving early. Mm. Is that correct or? There were a fair, a fair few. Did you ever? I don't think I ever did, but I think nearly or more than half of people probably did at some point. Uh-huh. So, uh, yeah, there wasn't much to do. This was the first time that I'd come back into contact with uh, people who were smarter than me and had brought books. So Henry lent me a couple that I read through and then eventually used as like bargaining to get to read other ones. So yeah, I started Half of a Yellow Sun, which is a book about the uh, Nigerian Civil War. And I think quite a bit of that, uh, what's it called? Training, no, mid-phase review was spent in my bedroom, in my bunk room, where it was like cool and quite shady. Uh, reading through the beginning of that book. Was it good? Did yeah, you enjoy yeah, yeah. it? Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I've i read, like, maybe 50 books in my life. That's horrifically low. Maybe more, but, like, 10 of them. I haven't read a huge amount. Yeah. I've been getting into reading these last two weeks, <sighs> largely because of lockdown, but... Yeah, I keep trying to get into it. I've got good reads, which means it, like, keeps a track of the pages that I've gone through. And it also tells you how many like pages your friends have read through. So I'm trying to read more, but I don't know. I find I really enjoy reading, but I only do it when I'm like yeah. forced to. And I don't know, I just can't get the effort to do it elsewise. But yeah. I tend to be put off by the fact that when I read, I start thinking about something else. And yeah. no matter how hard I try, I can't force myself to focus on what I'm reading. And I'll read about half a page and be like wait what just happened in that half page uh, and then something big happens like and then <laughs> i dumped his dead body in the lake and then i'll be like wait what or something like that <laughs> yeah i get a thing where i'll read like three pages and then i'll be like wait i didn't take any of that in and i yeah. have to go back and like try to skim it and be like oh yeah yeah of course uh but yeah, so got through a lot of books there. Yeah, and tangent that, there. Yeah, but that was... Uh, I love our tangents. I, yeah. I live for those. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, from now on out, tangents are tangents are our friend. They but, are. But yeah, so started reading. I think just uh, messing around with uh, Charlie and Tom and Henry. And occasionally uh, Joe when he wasn't being a massive nerd. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. Like, this was a fairly big site, and with everybody in the, uh, what's it called, lecture theatre, yeah, no one was going to notice you. So, yeah, just a bit of, bit of walking around, bit of sitting, bit of uh, seeing the monkeys, which we haven't mentioned. Oh, yet. the monkeys, we haven't mentioned the monkeys. Do you have any monkey stories? I don't feel like uh, I just remember I they had, like, blue butts, but... and uh, oh, I took a picture yeah. of one in the background of you. And as a joke, I said, do some gang signs. And then you actually did. So that's a very cringy photo I've got on my phone. Well, I, I don't know when, when you're joking. Like, sometimes you can say something jokily, but you want them to do it jokily. So, okay. yeah. Also, um, 
Uh, I thought you were talking to the monkey. <laughs> <laughs> right. Which doesn't make sense. That joke doesn't make sense, but I wanted to say anyway. Anyway, sorry. I'm tangenting in a bad way. Oh, that was a 4 out of 10 tangent. Don't worry, it wasn't too bad. <laughs> uh, one thing was, uh, walking around this site, it had all these kind of covered walkways. And uh, you'd hear the monkeys like running along it, the kind of pitter-patter of their feet. So that was always uh, kind of fun. Uh, right. Uh, so when we were... Well, as we said before, we had a breakfast in the morning. So a bunch of us, I think Joe was included there, uh, went off to this little uh, concrete table up the hill, kind of across from the... Uh, What's it called? The lecture theatre. So that became a bit of a hangout for a bunch of us in the mornings. Mm. I think I always used to eat uh, Reese's egg because he uh, never liked them. So he's going to steal that protein. You sure it wasn't mine? Because I well, didn't I think eat the eggs. It was, it was the two of them. I think I was uh, very, uh, uh, very well. Much like Mr. Stronger of the Mr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was trying to find a way to tangent to that, but yeah. Guzzling them eggs. And I think it was uh, there that uh, a certain little episode happened later on. on the that... fire. Yeah. Moto. Moto, moto. So, the bonfire at Quadoli had been really fun, and I thought it was like a really good, uh, what's it called? Kind of like community bonding. Yes. And yes. so, I think, in a very uncharacteristic move, I suggested it to Caro. She was asking quite early on, like, hey, does anybody want to do something in an evening? Like, do we want mm. to watch a movie? Do we want to uh, play some games? And I think I suggested, could we have, like, a bonfire somewhere? Or even just, like, like a fire pit, get some, like, I don't know, something metal, put it on the ground, put some logs on top of that so it doesn't, like, set fire to the grass. And, yeah, we can just have something in the evening. But uh, it never happened. So suggesting it was very uncharacteristic, but I guess me, me and Charlie <laughs> gathered together a bunch of sticks, <laughs> put it on this concrete table, and then one evening when we didn't think anyone was like really watching, we had our own little mini bonfire on this picnic <laughs> table. Yeah, people could see that from <laughs> from like outside the building. Yeah. It was like, oh, they've got a fire over there. <laughs> it was... I think we kept it going for like 20 minutes, half an hour or something, before you someone... You didn't risk assess it, though. Uh, uh, we didn't get too bad a slap to wrist. It was... Yeah. I feel that was fun. I remember a bunch of people came over. Izzy did, so did George and Kate. You were there. And then... Yeah, I was probably saying, like, are you sure we should be doing this? <laughs> It was very small, it was like... I'm very sure I had that attitude. Yeah. But, uh... Right, now, Kate was there, and Kate also had her birthday over the... Oh, Alex, would just segue? Yeah. So, uh... As, as ever, she got uh, dunked over the head with some water... Because that's supposedly a Tanzanian tradition. That is tradition. the tradition. Yeah. There's no supposedly about it. I'm sure that they do that to everyone. In the evening, bit of a treat. 
we uh we ordered some pizzas from the town. Yes. Now, negative as ever, I wasn't a big fan of these pizzas. I did like hold back and let everybody else have it first because I was quite aware that like some of the TZs I don't think I'd ever had pizza before. Oh. So I was like, I'm not letting myself get in the way of this. But I think by the time I had it, I wasn't a big fan. I didn't think it was that good a pizza. I it was all right. Like it's not one of the better pizzas I've had in my life. But considering I hadn't had pizza in so long, I thought, yeah, this is nice. Uh huh. All right. But yeah, uh, this wasn't really for me. This was Kate's birthday, and why well, not? Izzy absolutely enjoyed it. That was like, she was uh, raging about it for days. <laughs> but uh, I think Kate had a good time. Did we manage? You know, to... I feel like you said you were like sort of sparing the pe- slices of pizza. Like towards the end, they were quite hard to get rid of. Were they? I remember having one just out of like, uh, so it doesn't get thrown away. Okay. <laughs> okay then, fine. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> right. Okay. They, I think they all got eaten in the end, but, you know, mm-hmm. um, reluctantly. Ah, uh, that is a shame. Because I remember Alan saying how expensive it was, like, in comparison to, like, regular food and stuff. Did we manage to get a cake? Uh, a cake for Kate as well. I don't think we did. Didn't we? But you did have a cake, and there is a story about that. Oh, Joe with the segways! Oh, <laughs> you know, you know what I was gonna do. I was gonna say pizza comes in slices, cake comes in slices. You have a story oh. about cake, but you just made that so much easier for me. So thank uh, you for that. <laughs> yeah. Well. Well, I'd dearly like to welcome Tom onto the show to talk about the cake, but unfortunately he's not available tonight. So we'll have to uh, tell it in, in With lieu his of busy his. schedule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, me and Tom, when we had arrived, uh, we had a walk around the town, had to talk to a couple of the local characters, got uh, sent off to this little uh, kind of like supermarket, and yeah, bought these cakes. And they were kind of like... Uh, I guess like a gatto, like a black forest gatto, but without the, uh, I don't know what's in that, like cherry rum or something. But it was, it was without that. So they were just like a cream kind of like layer cake thingy. Now, I was pretty aware that in this hot climate, that thing was going to go bad fairly quickly. I mean, it's got cream in it or whatever. That's, mm. that's not going to keep. So <laughs> I was quite keen on the first night to just like hand out pieces to a bunch of people. Uh, did you get any? I'm fairly sure you would have been one of the first. I probably probably did. I don't remember it, but I probably did. I wasted it on you, Joe. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, gave it out. I remember giving it some to Caro. Gabby asked for some, and I, like, like a benevolent king, thrown some down to her. Uh, <laughs> threw some down to her. What, you threw it down on the ground and said, there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Tom, Tom like didn't eat his, and so I had completely forgotten about this until you reminded me. Unfortunately, oh. there was a bit of a thief. Do you remember any of the details around it? I just remember sort of waiting outside, and Tom was just being like, "Someone has stolen this cake," and it, I thought this was like quite out of character for Tom because he 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 was really quite annoyed that. 
part of his cake had gone. So what? So and what was it? Because this cake was like a little circular one. It was maybe like I don't know, fifteen, twenty centimeters across. So he he had put it under his bed. Uh huh. And then next thing he knew was that it was gone. There might have been something else, like something cheeky about it, like they put the plate back Oh, I think I remember that. <laughs> they put that. the they empty put the... box back. <laughs> <laughs> and did, uh... Now, I think Jack saw who took it or something, right? I don't remember this detail, but I remember uh, there being Jack was was a suspect. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, I think Tom was very annoyed and like went to talk to like some higher ups about it. Yeah. I think his reasoning was that like if someone's going to steal something as petty as a cake and not admit to it, he mm. didn't particularly feel trusting. But yeah, I think right, from the yeah. outside, from a person who had happily uh, you know already consumed his cake. This was just quite a funny little, uh, <laughs> little like bit of. I'm sure. I'm sure Tom can laugh at it now. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe not. Maybe he's got like one of those, you know, like in detective shows where they got the the bits of paper on the wall and the little oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. red line tape things. <laughs> maybe he's like. <laughs> this is. It's consumed him. Pictures of all our faces. It's why he was too busy to come on this podcast. He's got to use the time to, like, uh, <laughs> run down suspects and build profiles and stuff. Oh, if you're watching this, Tom. Right. Watching, listening. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I'm just going to blast through the last ones. So, once again, as ever, everyone played Uno and Last Cardi. Oh, that yeah. Was... This is where I properly learned Last Card. Like, with Echo 6... Mm. They they played it, they played it quite a lot, and it was where I sort of learnt that I didn't need to like spend all my down downtime just sitting around. I could join the TZs in their last card games, mm -hmm. which would have benefited me because I I'll have been interacting more with with uh, the TZs, which was one of my main problems. There was too much. Um, separation between uh -huh. the Echo Free TC volunteers and the Echo Free UK volunteers. Mm -hmm. And yeah. uh, so there was a dance which I <laughs> don't really remember. I think it was the same night as the bonfire because I remember sitting at the bonfire and uh, Henry had gone off to dance and Henry was a, uh, you know, Henry's like an actually actually pretty good at dancing, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I remember like he can actually do dance moves and yeah, he's got that like confidence that you need. Yeah, I think it comes from being like six foot seven. <laughs> but and uh, Tom Tom was there as well. Was like, he? He he's a dancer. But uh, I mean, not a professional dancer, but he he he's a person who will dance at the opportunity. He's got the uh, the spirit of a dancer. The spirit of the dancer, yes. Yeah, I remember a couple of people saying some less than uh, complimentary uh, comments <laughs> on uh, on Henry's uh, moves, but uh, really? they'll remain. Uh, they were at the bonfire, but they'll remain nameless. <laughs> it wasn't me, by the way. I was I was no, always no. very impressed. I don't imagine. 
Was it more on the fact that he he was sort of showing off that he had the moves, or was it on against the actual moves? Uh, I think it was against the moves. I think they were they were saying that like yeah, that's you don't go you don't go all out. You just kind of you know move with the rhythm, but don't go too showy. <laughs> I think okay, him just like... being all out on his own was uh was what they took objection to. <laughs> I just remember the sight of like Henry and Tom at the front just on their own sort of <laughs> dancing. I feel like I may have like joined them a little bit like on and off. I was sort of like, ah, that looks fun. And then joined in a little bit and not being able to keep up with them. The manic <laughs> and, energy. And just seeing like uh, uh, three of us dancing up at the front on our own. It's probably not going to be perceived as... Um, and you again, you can't see my quotation marks as cool, so uh, yeah. Oh. I was sort of joining in a little bit, but then sort of turning it away, and then sort of joining. Oh. Uh, yeah. Now the final thing I'm just gonna mention <laughs> minorly, and maybe it'll get edited out. But did you at one point manage to get a film up? So this lecture theatre had like a projector and stuff that you could plug a laptop into. <laughs> It was how we showed off our own little homemade movies. But Black think... Panther. Yeah, and did that actually yeah. get played? Um, we sat down at, oh, in no. the room. I think I remember <laughs> this now. <laughs> they got the file up. They clicked on it. Um, and, uh, yeah, it didn't work. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I remember this now. I feel it opened, but on like a, yeah. a random clip from the middle of the movie, just like a screenshot, like a single image. Oh, really? And it would just paused at that kind of thing. Yeah, I, I feel like maybe there was like no sound or something. Okay. But yeah, it didn't work out, which uh, went on to be uh, repeated a few times, I think. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, so yeah, that was a thing that we tried, but didn't happen. Yeah. So, yep, we said we were there for four or five days. Joe thinks more four, I think more five. But regardless, final Maybe day... Maybe it was four and a half. Maybe, split the difference. <laughs> but uh, final day... Uh, well, we didn't mention this when we were in... Uh, when we were at Annabilis. But uh, yeah, on the final day, the uh, kind of the local tourist... Uh, oh, yeah. Tourist vendors, I don't know, came in knowing that us uh, Mazungus would uh, lap up their offerings. May I correct you? The plural for Mzungu is Wazungu. What, like Waluigi? <laughs> if you like. Okay, well, like... us Wazungus would uh, lap them up. So uh, I held my ground. I was slightly tempted by this, uh, it was like a big piece of black. Was it fabric? It must have been. And it had this kind of like lion hand-painted on it, a lion's head. And then all the that. mane was done in like kind of different coloured paints. And it, yeah. lots of the stuff I wasn't too enamoured by. You could see the like made in China written down at the corner. <laughs> but this lion thing looks pretty sweet. Yeah. I think it must have been on like Striking. a canvas. Mm. And I was like, God damn it. If I could get that take it to the village 
and then have it sewn in as the back of like a, a denim jacket, you know, like a biker jacket. <laughs> but with that on the back, that would look pretty good. So I was kind of tempted, but the dude wanted like 30 quid for it. And I, one, didn't have the money and two, didn't think it was worth quite that. So, yeah, I tried to mm. barter it down to like 20, but the guy wasn't going for it. So I was like, nah, I'm good. But you, you went a bit further. Uh, yes. Well, I had taken some money out um, during phase review. They opened the thingies, and with the belief that I took out about 40 quid, maybe, and with the belief that I would be able to go back and get some more money out, I decided <laughs> to spend all my money. Um, so I bought a sort of model of a giraffe. This is um, a, like a wooden one. Yeah, but black. Oh, um, like a really dark kind of like ebony colour. Yeah. Color. Okay. But I think it, it yeah. Um, its leg has now fallen off. During the time I was at uni uh, this term, hmm. its leg must have come off because I discovered it on on the shelf, <laughs> fallen over with its leg disattached and uh yes that was very upsetting for you, me have you still got the leg i think so sounds like a job for super glue perhaps perhaps um, its ear also came off a while ago and i don't know where that is you do not treat your things well hey hey not me i bought it as a present for my mum and um it's just been yeah so uh did you buy anything else Yes, um, I bought two sort of canvas paintings um, of elephants. One was quite small, um, a blue one, which had a bit of a tea stain. That was given to me free with this other one that I bought, which was an also elephants. Uh, Mount Kilimanjaro in the background, orange sky. I thought it was very beautiful, but when I showed you, you weren't particularly impressed. Nah, I I didn't really like them. I I yeah, I don't know. Nevertheless, it's behind me right now. If so. it makes you happy, that's all that matters. I'm that glad does you make me it. happy. Nime forahi sana. You know what we've forgotten to mention? What? The tie-dyeing of the rally shirts. Oh, was that? Yes. Yes, that was that's a, bit a big of... thing. So I think this had happened before. So we all had to bring a <laughs> bottle of bleach with us, didn't we? For mm, washing no, up. No, I think someone just had it. <laughs> no, no, no. There was a bottle of bleach for the uh, plate washing. Right. Right, you like yeah. you like scrape your food off. You went into the first uh, water bath, which was just water. Then you went into the second water bath, which was like uh, water with uh, soap in it. And then you went into the third one, which was just a rinse, which had bleach in the water. And that was the standard like plate washing thing. And then you'd put them away to dry. Yes, but and... we decided to use this bleach. For a slightly more devious purpose. <laughs> so I'm fairly it sure was... some people had done it before. 
Like when it you first Echo, arrived. It was Echo 4. Yeah. So they came in with these lovely looking bleached patterns on their ballet shirts. Everyone was very impressed. So if you see, uh, if you see our title, uh, we're wearing the rally shirts in there. They're like a dark grey slash black. Yes. With uh, just like a little uh, white rally logo on the top left corner. And then on the back, a slightly, well, not a slightly bigger one, a really big one with the uh, challenge yourself to change the world. It actually uh, featured at the end of Joe's uh, first movie. <laughs> but uh, the, Yeah, it did. We zoomed into it. But it was the um, it was the official clothing of Rally International. So that was the T-shirt you had to wear. Uniform, if yeah. you like. So, uh, but this uh, the black. If you put bleach on it, uh, it wasn't like a bleach. I don't know. Bleach probably bleaches everything. That's why there's bleach in the name. But yeah, it would uh, burn it out, and it would go a kind of like it would go white. I think. Yeah, we sort of. Well, shades of, like, well, go, lighter yeah. grey. And we got sort of patterns and the different ways that we fiddled with the shirt as it was being bleached, the different kinds of patterns that would emerge. Yeah. So people, we got creative with it. Yeah, you say we. I, well, I had seen some. Some looked pretty good and some looked, like, pretty bad, like you just kind of squirted a bottle of bleach on them. So What's I was your verdict on my one. Uh, I can't remember what yours was. Did you do the spiral or did you just do it like all over? Uh, a bit, <laughs> a bit of random splodging. Okay. I I don't think it was like I did. It, I tried to do it in a sort of unique way, um, and it wasn't a complete mess. Okay. Oh, it was like a mess, but in a stylish way. Okay. That's I think what all I'll of them say. had like a, because it's like a custom made thing or whatever, all of them had a yeah. bit of a charm to them. But some of them, I think, like looked really good. If you did a spiral and you were quite, because uh, you could leave the bleach on for ages and it would go like very light, or you could mm. just leave it a bit and then you'd get a kind of dark blue where the, uh, the, yeah. the grey dye had just started going. So I was going through and watching what everybody was doing and then kind of like judging the outcome so that when I did mine, I was like, I would have an idea of what it was going to come out with. But a bit like you and the money, I just waited too long. Everybody was doing their shirts. And then by the time I was like, okay, I think I know how I'm going to do this, got changed into a different one and took the, uh, the rally one back. Everybody was like packing it away. And so I never, I never did it in the end. So, yeah, I'm one of the rare people that still has, like, a, a stock, unmodified rally t-shirt. To be honest, I'd rather have not dyed my t-shirt than, than, than not had money. Oh, uh, maybe. But then... If we're hinting on a 15 quid there. Oh, are we? Okay. I don't know, we might be. I don't know, if, is that a good one? Maybe. You'll have to... Yeah. So, But anyway. Actually, <laughs> Once though, again, massive tangent. Or maybe not, because it was a thing we did. A further point about that, because it's not so much of a tangent, because it is a lot to do with that period in our trip. Yeah. But um, what was the main guy called? Lawrence. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was not happy. With... No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot how annoyed they got at it. It was it was Max the team leader's idea, but like the yeah. official like the ducks as we called them, like. M- uh, I said his name just before. Lawrence. Lawrence. Yeah. Lawrence. He said, like, any pictures of us wearing them will be not be used, included yeah. on the Ratley website. Which I think was, like, half the reason I wanted to get mine dyed. If I could have an excuse <laughs> as to be purged from Ratley history, <laughs> that was as good a one as ever. But, yeah, wow. silly me. But, yeah. I, I disagree with that. I think they should have let us embrace our creativity and yeah. shown that Rally isn't a serious, like, I don't know. Maybe they didn't want to get it across that we were just messing around yeah. half the time. Which, um, God forbid, that be the truth. Yeah. But as we say, skip forward a couple of days or maybe just a day. Uh, we, we bought, or in the case of me, didn't buy some stuff from the, uh, the tourists. And then, yeah, headed off in the minibuses to Morogoro. So, once again, dropped off in Morogoro and got like an hour to have a look around. I think we had to have, we must have had breakfast at the place. And I think we, by the time we'd packed up the minibuses and seen all the tourist people and had breakfast and everything, it was actually kind of like midday. So I think we were told to have lunch there. But anyway, uh, I headed off with... Charlie and yeah well well one firstly I went to a shop to buy some what's it called some fabric because I went to one of the shops that Lydia had said about she had a bit of a business in the village going to Morogoro buying fabric and then coming back and selling it to people in the villages and then she'd like marked up a bit for the cost of her having to travel you know Mm. three hours each way yeah um so yeah i went to a shop that she had said about and i bought some fabric from there it was just that black fabric that eventually got used for my rucksack lining and my shirt uh have you still got yours i have but it just it doesn't have the same i don't like it as much as these trousers so that right that sits in my closet and doesn't get worn much but, yeah, you know. mine's in mine's in the loft. Oh. Anyway, that's that's something to talk about in another episode, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so. But, yes. Yeah, me and Charlie head off. He wanted to buy some medicine, and so we spent ages going around trying to find it, like a shop that would sell it. And uh, yeah, eventually we got sent to like a animal medicine shop. So it was a place where you bought like. Uh, medical stuff for, like, livestock. So that was a fun little uh, lost-in-translation kind of adventure. <coughs> but, yeah, he had talked to me about how uh, in his village, as much as uh, the rally policy was not to drink, uh, <sighs> it had gone a bit lapse. And so, yeah, uh, he was keen to get some uh, some booze. So, yeah. we are me. He, uh, he talked me into it. It wasn't of my own accord. Uh, buying some... Oh, that makes it okay. It does, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that does make it okay, yeah. yeah. But uh, <laughs> yeah, went to a little off-license type place and I bought some Smirnoff vodka. 
which later came back into play when we were in uh, in Quadoli. But you'll have to listen for that. Uh... Do you remember when... Um, this is going to come in later, but do you remember when Godfrey went out for a bit and he got us some drinks and the wine he got us yeah. was... Like, you drank some of that, so you did drink on this holiday. No, no, no. I didn't drink the altar wine. You didn't drink any of the altar wine? No. Why would I drink some of the altar wine? I had some of the altar wine. I thought we all had some of the altar wine. No. <laughs> I didn't. Did you feel the blood of the power of the blood of Christ, though, as you... <laughs> Well, I think that's only if it gets blessed or whatever. Oh, fair enough. But yeah, uh, <laughs> did I buy anything else from the market? I don't think so. I was trying to buy some uh, some shoes because <laughs> on a night out before uh, before going out to Tanzania, I'd gone out with friends and I'd like twisted my ankle. No, I'd I'd like fallen over and when fallen over, I'd like kicked. Uh, kicked this like lamppost or something oh. and really hurt my foot and it meant that whenever I was in the village the only shoes I had were like these adidas weird like jogging shoes so the top was like super unpadded it was like basically wearing socks and whenever I'd kick a football it would really hurt so I I spent all of that time trying to find uh some shoes some just like standard trainers so that I could like actually play football alas uh couldn't find anywhere having like size 11 feet seems to be like freakishly large for tanzania so yeah the, the biggest i could find were like size 8 and they were just not working for me hmm. charlie on the other hand he managed to find a pair of vans so good <laughs> for him but yeah uh, i think that's all i took from uh that morogoro trip I think I had coffee at this little bar where some people were playing chess and we had a brief talk with them. So that was kind of cool. Just these older blokes sitting around having like these very <laughs> tiny espressos in. Uh, they were in these uh, little uh, like ceramic uh, cups. They you drink the coffee and then just chuck this thing away. I've seen them before in India. So uh, yeah, but that was a cool old slice of life that I wouldn't have seen otherwise. <laughs> Well, um, I went to um, a sort of corner shop sort of thing mm. uh, where they sell like bits of stuff, like mainstream products, I guess. Yeah. Um, uh, and uh, I, it was the first time I realised like this is going to be hard the next half of this trip without any money it's gonna really it's gonna really like be quite annoying for me and for everyone else uh but i'm sure there was at one point like someone opened like a, a drawer or something and someone fell out and smashed uh-oh and um we had to explain in um Mostly hand gestures. Uh. That um, we didn't, we didn't not get over, but we just simply opened, opened it up, and it fell out with 
gravity. But oh. Badly sucks. Perhaps. Don't know why, I just remembered that. Uh, this moment. I think, uh, as much as Morogoro, I was looking at it briefly now on um, Google, like Google Maps. It seems quite big, but the actual, I don't know. You'd only stick around the actual like kind of town area, so you'd be bumping into the other rally volunteers pretty frequently. Yeah. Because I think I bumped into you a few times before we got back to oh. the bus. I think I maybe I don't think I was there when you smashed anything, but I remember going into a store because uh, Kate, George, and that little crew were going around, and I think I was there with Will, and then maybe you were there with someone else, but yeah. I think I was with George for a lot of it, and Reese. I was with Reese. Yeah. But yeah. Is that all you think you remember? Yeah. I think coffee, I fabric, alcohol, say and... say uh, anything more without boring people. Fair enough. If I haven't done already. So, uh, yep, headed back to the, uh, <coughs> what's it called? Quadoli. Well, I was going to say the minibus, and yeah, onwards oh. to Quadoli. Yeah, we did actually miss Quadoli, didn't we? I think a little bit. It was... In a way. It was nice to be in that... the big town with, like, lots of stuff, but it was also, like, yeah. the kind of daily chore... And I think for me, having my own kind of room, that was quite nice to just have a little bit that I could go away to on my own. Because we, we did have our little phrase, I want to go home, um, yeah. which we said a lot in the first phrase. But <laughs> at one point, um, like in uh, phase review, I'm uh, just of... going to stop you there, man. I can hear you like scratching or whatever. Oh. Some keys I just started fiddling with. Oh, sorry. Could you... Oh, At one that? point, I sat with you. Because we had our phrase, I want to go home, that we would say. I want to go uh, home. <laughs> yeah. I want to go home, which is based on your friend, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And we said it a lot in the first phase. Um, and at a at, at, um, phase review... At one point, I saw, I said, uh, "I want to go Quadoli." Oh, you tried to you tried to elevate it. <laughs> I put a spin on it. That's uh, that's good. That's how like you know culture develops. Mm. It evolves. <laughs> but yeah, I think yeah, it was nice to get back to like lunch, mama, and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And Mama Joseph's cooking did miss that. Well, yeah, I think it did. But yeah, it was it was quite good to get back. Um, yeah, it was. But yeah, back I think back into the real project. I think that will be for next week's episode. Yes. Now. Yeah, that's a good way to end it, I guess. Yeah. One hour and thirty coming up here, so uh. Yeah. No one's gonna make it that far. Um, well, <laughs> well, they might do, because this is the part that everybody likes. It's Joe Swahili segment. Do you want oh. to hit it out of the park once again, Joe? Right, okay. Uh, I'm going to talk about Rangi. Rangi. Do you know what Rangi is? Have a wild guess. Uh, well, I'm going to say, like, monkey? Colour. Oh, okay. So you'd say Rangi La Blue would be... Blue. Okay. Uh, t- 
tell you what, name a colour and I'll see if I re remember what it is. Uh, purple. Oh, that's a hard one. I knew, uh, yeah. <laughs> Zambarau. Oh, nice. I only know it because it came up on Duolingo the other day and I was like, oh, I don't know this one. So uh. then I, I paid attention when it came up with the answer. Mm -hmm. Zambarau. Rangi la Zambarau. Do you want to go through like a couple of the major ones? Maybe okay. maybe some of the ones that you'll need for, uh, what's it called? Uno. Uno, okay. Can you guess for me? What's well, his? Mwekundu. Now I remember that yellow is vaguely sounds a bit like what yellow is in French, so it doesn't yes. sound like that. Najano. Yeah, okay. Well, you just ruined one there. What was oh. it? What was it again? Sorry. Um. Nyakundu. Uh. I'm just gonna go green. Red. It's really? red. Really. Okay. I'm not gonna say blue because that's just blue. Um. <laughs> Kijani. Uh, well, that must be green, just from a process of elimination. <laughs> yes. And you've also got your black and white. Cheope, is... which is white. Okay. Cheosi is black. Oh, that's cool that they're so similar. Yeah, it kind of is. I remember because um, I often would wear um, black trackies and a white T-shirt. Well... It was white originally. <laughs> when you started. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the kids would often point at me. They'd point at my hair and say Neosi. Then they'd point to my face and say Neope. Then to my t shirt, Neope, Neosi. Uh -huh. Not in a bad way, just in a teaching me way. Uh -huh. Neope, Neosi, Neosi, Neope. Yeah, colours. Um. Gold, I think I know gold. Dahabu. Okay. Uh... Yeah. Not that you'll need it, but <laughs> I don't know any of this. What about I orange? I think grey right? is Kijivu or something. Uh... <laughs> and is their word for orange, as in the fruits, different to the word for orange, as in the colour? Do you know? Do you know? The colour orange... I don't think it's ever come up on Duolingo for me. Hmm. That is weird. I'm going to Google Translate orange colour, because the word for the fruit is chungwa. Ah. Uh -huh. um, so, if I get up my Google Translate, welcome to Joe's Swahili segment, everyone, where I use Google Translate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, English to Swahili, let's see. The colour orange. Huh? The colour orange. It says Rangi Yamachungwa. So maybe it just is hmm. Chungwa. Or maybe you just can't trust Google Translate. Well, the people come here for the Swahili segment, so I, I'm sure they'll be very disappointed by a bunch of maybes, but regardless, I feel 
Yeah. The people would understand if you said Rangi Yamachungwa. Ah. Uh. Yeah. I'm sure. Mm. Um, boring fact. I'm so bored. It's Alex's boring fact. I didn't have the same effort you put in it usually. Could you tell that? Could you yeah. tell that? Because I wasn't putting in the the effort. I was just like, oh, am I gonna do this jingle or is it getting a bit old? Maybe I like half. <laughs> I think what we'll do is. You'll do the jingle next week, really kick it out of the park. Okay. And then I'll just uh, insert that each week, okay? <laughs> so if you want to... Yeah. Anyway. So, boring fact. Uh, time of release. Uh, there will be a new president of the United States. In fact, yes. it was actually a week and a bit ago. So you can see how, how long in the future we were doing this. But yeah. Well... Uh, <laughs> While uh, presidential handovers and uh, or you know whatever are, is in your mind, uh, let us uh, cast our minds back a bit to uh, the oh, I don't know what year it is, the eighteen eighteen sixty five. Uh, so President Lincoln, uh, I don't know which president he was, like in terms of the numbers, but yeah, Civil War and all that. He was uh, famously killed by, well, assassinated. Oh, what's his name? He's got a name that is... Oh, it's John, and then he's got like a double-barreled uh, surname. Yeah, he does. John Wilkes something? Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. John Wilkes, and then he's got, oh, should I just say? Yeah. John Wilkes Booth. Oh, I wouldn't have got that. Oh, okay, right. So, yeah, he was... I was the... thinking of another assassin. Oh? Who, 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 who shot Kennedy? Oh, um... <laughs> let's just say John Wilkes Booth. Uh, <laughs> no, that's uh, Lee Harvey Oswald. Oh, that's it. So, yeah. So, John Wilkes Booth uh, assassinated... Uh, President Lincoln in April of 1865. Now, uh, he had uh, an older brother called uh, Edwin Booth, who, as much as like you know, his younger brother was very famous for killing the president. His older yes, his older brother was also kind of well, would have been famous. Well known. He was considered the greatest American actor. And the greatest Prince Hamlet of the 19th century. So, you know... Oh. That's, that's fairly... Uh, fairly interesting. Yeah. Now, so he's an older brother. Uh, now, there's a bit of a strange coincidence that happened. So, uh, the incident occurred while a group of passengers were late at night purchasing their sleeping car places from the conductor who stood on the station platform on, at the entrance of the car. So this is like trains or whatever. The platform was about the height of the car floor and there was a course of narrow space between the platform and the car body. There was some crowding and I happened to be pressed by it against the car body while waiting my turn to buy a ticket. In this situation, the train began to move and by the motion, I was twisted off my feet and had dropped somewhat with my feet downwards into the open space and was personally helpless 
when my coat collar was vigorously seized and I was quickly pulled up and out of the secure footing on the platform. Upon turning to thank my rescuer, I saw it was Edwin's boot, whose face was of course well known to me, and I expressed my gratitude to him, and in doing so, called him by name. Now, I got that mixed up. That wasn't Edwin Booth. That was somebody else. And do you know who that other person was? Was it John Wilkes Booth? No. It was Robert Lincoln. Oh. Which was Abraham Lincoln's son. Oh. So, yeah. Uh, John Wilkes Booth, who killed Abraham Lincoln, uh, had a older brother who saved Abraham Lincoln's son. Oh. Wow. So yeah, a strange, uh, strange turn of fate. Hopefully interesting. Yeah, that, that is interesting. So anyway. Yes. Mm, you don't sound convinced. No, what I'm, I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking like how it must be like the family, how one family impacted another, but yeah. in different ways. Yeah. Um. Oh, fifteen quid. Right. You're at you're at Yamo. Mm-hmm. We're about to leave. Mm-hmm. How much money you got on you? Uh, in real life, I think like I didn't have much because I had to get Godfrey to take some out for me. So I think I had like <laughs> probably like a tenner's worth of uh, Tanzanian shillings. I always want to call them Swahili shillings for some reason. Okay, yeah. let's let's say you've got twenty five on you. Twenty five pounds worth of shillings. worth of yeah. Okay. Would you rather have your t shirt bleached or fifteen quid? Oh, 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 yeah, or lose fifteen quid. Uh, so I have my t shirt bleached and ten pounds worth of. <laughs> shillings or yeah 25 pounds worth of shillings and my t-shirt as it is now it's one of those things that i did buy some stuff with that uh that money that i had on me that were pretty crucial for how that second half went and i think mm. if i hadn't have bought them like the black fabric and yeah another item uh if i hadn't have brought bought them I don't think I would have enjoyed the second half as much and so as much as I would have wanted my t-shirt to be bleached uh, (laughs) I think I would have stuck with the money because I did things that were more enjoyable than having like you know a slightly more custom t-shirt chassis sort of t-shirt so yeah I'm gonna turn down the 15 quid in this case now you did have your t-shirt bleached so I guess you're yeah. I would have gone for the fifteen quid because I I I didn't have enough money and I had to I had to I had to like um, mooch off other people, mm-hmm. which uh, eventually I'm sure got quite annoying. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to see. Uh, we'll have to see in the further later episodes. Yes. Stay tuned. In the little Swahili segment, you said about how your white t-shirt very rapidly become became less and less white. Yeah. And, uh, it did. It, can... it was beige by the end. And if you can remember from a few, maybe last episode, uh, we talked about how 
our our shoes became disgustingly stinky. <laughs> now, would you rather have had fifteen quid, and I'm gonna say in uh, Tanzanian shillings in the village, or would you rather have had access to like a laundromat once a week? And this is like a big, you know, the stainless steel ones. You can fit all your clothes in it and it will do like a proper, proper, very mm. clean wash with like, you know, detergent and whatever. So it will, that t-shirt will come back to white. 15 quid. Okay. Definitely. Mostly because I didn't have any money and it would have been more useful. Um, yeah. I'd have only really needed the laundry thing if everyone else had that okay. although it would have saved me from having to give up my clothes to be washed by my homestay family and not being allowed to do it myself and you would it have saved have just you the shame that, of uh... that whole awkwardness yeah uh... yeah but but still 15 quid because that would have been more useful in the long, the long what about you? I think, as as ever, I'm looking at this uh, pragmatically, and I feel I could have charged, because I get use of it once a week, so that's like, well, let's say this is going back to the second week. That's at least four washes. I think I could have got at least 15 quids worth of uh, shillings out of the other volunteers by allowing them access to it. And so, you wouldn't have just shared it. Well, I, I don't think I don't think that's how it works. I think I get one load, and that load is like you know my clothes for the week. So every every item of clothes that gets put in, it's one of mine that gets taken out. Oh. And so I think I wouldn't. I would have been a once again. You know, I proved it with the cake. I am a very benevolent <laughs> person, so I would have been very reasonable with my uh, demands. But at the same time, I think. Over those four washes, I think I could have got at least 15 quid out of the other people, as well as mm. being able to uh, wash my shoes till they were like, you know, because as much as Lydia was great scrubbing them, they were such like an awkward shape and whatever, you couldn't get all the way in, whereas I think a machine would be able to. And I was embarrassed by my feet for that, uh, for that experience <laughs> because of the like stench. I didn't realise how bad mine were. I mean, I knew they were bad, but when I got home, it was like, wow, yeah, these are awful. Uh. <laughs> my sister forced my mum to throw them away without me knowing. Oh, really? You just out one day, came back, and your shoe rack was, like, looking slightly emptier. <laughs> and the bin... Well, to be fair, I didn't really want to wear them again unless they were, like, fully... Deep-cleaned. Yeah. Unfortunately, once again, a very long episode. Hopefully, I'll be able to edit out a bit of it. How did that end up so long? I don't know. <laughs> I think it's, it's the new format. We've gone long. But hopefully, well, we've got a new listener in Germany, so hopefully it's working for someone. Guten Tag. Yeah. I think that's about all for this week. Uh, join us next week as we talk about our time back in Quidoli and... Moving on to the close, we're getting to the uh, it's the final countdown, yeah. We're getting to the thick edge. Is it called the thick edge or is it the thin edge? I, I haven't heard that phrase, okay. Thin end of the wedge, 
I don't know. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> well, we're getting to the we're getting to the main event when it comes to the project, and yeah, we'll have our food episode, the apps and games, and the uh, maybe the tragedies episode uh, sprinkled in there to give you a bit more of a feeling of village life. But yeah, see you again next week. From now uh, till then, it's a die from me. And it's a badai from me. Badai. Have a spine chiller. Have a spine chiller. <laughs> and can you just say your little, like, a random Swahili phrase? Because you always used to do that. Um, random. Uh, like a mm. goodbye kind of thing. Oh, okay. Um, kwaheri yakuonana.